Welcome to Kelly Dry's AdLaw Access Podcast, and this is Simone Roach. At the Spring National Association of Attorneys General Consumer Protection Conference, state AG staff gathered to discuss multi-state investigations, enforcement priorities, and recent challenges. The introductory panel of the public portion of the conference featured state AG's Herbert Slattery of Tennessee, Kwame Raoul of Illinois, and John Formella of New Hampshire, discussing some of their priorities as members of the NAG Consumer Protection Committee. However, due to recent circumstances we've reported on, they also were asked to explain and defend the rule of NAG. NAG partisanship? Attorney General Slattery noted that NAG is a nonpartisan organization with four of the last seven presidents, Republicans, and three Democrats. He explained that during his time working on the administration of settlement funds, discussions and decisions were not partisan. Rather, disagreements within multi-states are usually on strategy on how to bring a matter to resolution. He appreciated that NAG is able to help AGs get things done together. NAG staff role. Attorney General Formella explained that NAG staff do not run multi-states or control state priorities even joking that the dedicated AG staff wouldn't delegate to NAG staff anyway. NAG also does not accumulate assets. He explained that is a misunderstanding of what NAG is and does, because NAG isn't a party to actions. NAG exists to provide resources and coordinate efforts. Formella noted that coming from a smaller state like New Hampshire, coordination is critical because not every state has the same resources for consumer protection and multi-states. New Hampshire, for instance, is a largely a criminal prosecuting agency, but that doesn't mean consumer protection is less important. He further elaborated that he believes NAG helps facilitate federalism because multi-state matters are an important supplement to federal actions. Where the FTC and DOJ's actions are often defined by administration, he explained, NAG helps coordinate the 50-plus different AGs to talk about what the state's priorities should be. NAG funds. As co-chair of the Financial Services Fund, Attorney General Slattery elaborated on the role of it and other NAG financial funds. That fund was established from National Mortgage Settlement, which set aside $15 million to be used for state enforcement expenses, such as discovery and document review. He explained that without the NAG funds, states have limited alternatives for expenses, such as funding through their budgets or hiring outside counsel. The funds are not allocated to operating expenses at NAG, but are instead available to AG offices. The members of the fund committee review state requests, and if approved, they are used for that particular purpose and all expenses are tracked and detailed. When the states settle the given case as part of the grant agreement, funds are repaid out of the settlement. General Slattery compared this to an advance or loan. Attorney General Slattery highlighted that the use of funds were particularly effective in the opioid matters, where nine states were able to secure outside counsel due to the complexity of the bankruptcy and their disagreement with other states. 
General Raoul explained the McKinsey settlement in January 2021, which allocated $15 million to NAG, was used to return funds to the Financial Services Fund, as well as reimbursing states for their documented cost and developing a public repository of documents. He directly disputed that NAG ever received $140 million from a case, as some press had reported, speculating that it was referring to a 2008 Rhode Island case that was overturned, and ultimately, no parties received funds. But questions remain, and perhaps intensify. While these three attorneys general defended NAG, eight others wrote a letter to NAG expressing similar concerns to those previously raised by Alabama, Arizona, Missouri, Montana, and Texas. This new group included Alaska, Kentucky, Florida, Louisiana, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Utah, and Virginia. Unlike prior letters, these AGs have asked for very specific structural reforms, including ensuring that the president of NAG alternate parties. The new letters also calls for greater transparency of funds, again referencing the McKinsey settlement and criticizing the size and use of the payment to NAG. The AGs further express concern over recent programming choices, which they describe as increasingly partisan. The letter asks for specific changes to the grant administration process, including to limit the use of funds to cases that are pursued by a larger bipartisan group of states. These new states have given NAG until June 6 to respond, and we will continue to provide updates on how the perception of NAG shapes the state AG practice landscape. If you'd like more information on what you've heard on this topic, please contact either Paul Singer or Beth Chun, and you can find their contact details in the show notes. Also, please see our Advertising and Privacy Law Resource Center available at kellydry.com. And please download the Adlo Access app for Apple and Android phones available in the Apple app and Google Play stores.